Hello, it's Jack Tudor here of Attention Magazine. Welcome to Crucial Listening, the podcast where I speak with musicians and sound artists about three albums that are important to them. My guests this time are Wakir Sayadi and Ruli Shabara from Senyawa, from Indonesia, whose new album Al Kisa comes out next month via 39 different record labels, I believe was the exact number from across the world so the duo went about this in a really interesting way they just completely forfeited exclusivity over their material and instead of working with one record label to put out Alcacer they opened the doors and said right if you want to release it you can there was an open call the labels themselves are responsible for designing their artwork their own merchandise for the record and you've got a real Wonderful host of labels involved in putting this incredible record out there, including Phantom Limb over in the UK. You've got Yes No Wave in Indonesia, Senko in Taipei, um, Soft Brute from Yogyakarta, Soy Division in Berlin, Burning Ambulance from New Jersey, whole host of really awesome labels. And the record itself is amazing. It's really cool that they've spread out this record far and wide because it does mean that hopefully loads of people will get to hear it you've got Wakir's handmade instruments that he's been refining over the years you've got Ruli's largely improvised vocal approach both of these musicians are involved in really pushing themselves whether through instruments or through the voice in as many different directions as possible it really feels like the strings and vocal cords are being strained to the edges of their ability i love this record so much and i hope you enjoy this conversation we talk about a compilation that they're both involved in guga skimar which is looking at how Asian music traditions may be reimagined. We talk about a record by Sawung Jabo, which confusingly was released under the name of Iwan Fals, an entirely different musician, as Wukir explains. We also finally talk about a very interesting record by Church Universal and Triumphant, bit of a cult record. You may already be familiar with that one. I had a lovely time speaking with them. I was so excited having listened to Alcazar many times through just to dig into that with these guys and also talk about their important records as well. So find Alcazar wherever it may be available near you. Support your local record label and head over to attentionmagazine.co.uk forward slash crucial listening for more information on Ruli and Wakir's picks. Cool. This was a great one. Hope you enjoy it. This is Senyawa on Crucial Listening. Ruli, we're here. Welcome to Crucial Listening. Yes. Hello, Jack. <laughs> Hello, Jack. 
thank you very much for joining me on this podcast so we are going to talk about your three important records that you've picked before we get to those i want to ask a few questions on your new upcoming record alksa um i mean firstly when did you start working on this record and what were the first pieces of this album to fall into place well uh the album was uh started right after the lockdown was lifted in indonesia we both during the lockdown stayed in different cities and then uh in september we um get back together in senyawa studio in yogyakarta and then uh we start to uh come up with a new strategy to for our uh, new album and then we make the the album as a priority for us to be able to uh, uh, to move on, you know, to to uh, to start moving, to get things moving. Uh, mm. We first have to make the album first, and then um, yeah, and then we started to um, make some uh, one or two songs, and then uh, we decided to uh, to involve um, friends who do the artwork also. Uh, Join with us in the very beginning of the process, and then we recorded in a in a place called Elo Progo, which is the the meeting between two rivers, or uh, Elo and Progo, hmm. and then uh, yeah, yeah. So we, we we recorded the album for three days over there, and then during the recording, we came up with the idea of instead of releasing releasing only on one label because of the situation with the pandemic and then we have to think about the new uh, alternative of how we're gonna proceed with our uh, music so we think that uh, maybe it is time for us to offer a new 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 strategy which is the album to be released by any labels who want to to work together with us that means if they want to release the album they have to they have to uh, do it our way, you know, which is anybody can use it. Uh, Senyawa, in this case, won't have um, ex- exclusivity anymore once the album is released because uh, it's everywhere, you know. Uh, so in the end, we have like 39 labels in, uh, in, uh, that's wow. uh, releasing the album, you know, so all over the world, mainly in, in Indonesia. Hmm. So it's about 10 labels from Indonesia. And then, yeah, and this is exciting because it's a really new platform for us to use. And then it's sort of an experiment as well. So we kind of see how we're going to work this out, you know, along the way. But Mm. also at the same time, we found out a lot of uh, interesting things, you know, like like, uh, many labels, for example, um, uh, uh, China, Italy or Berlin, for example, uh, there are multiple labels that join forces to to come up with the release together you know oh, what i mean cool. so yeah. so 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 it keeps uh, growing and uh, expanding um which means also small smaller labels can have the opportunity to get their hands on the album and then each label is also encouraged to to uh, to to curate their own uh, remix or reworks of the album <laughs> wow so that means a lot of people are are uh, getting involved, you know. Um, yeah, something like that. And the the, the labels also uh, have to design their own artworks and packaging. How 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 they wanna package the album is uh, the merchandise, etc., etc. Something like that. 
film. And are you having any involvement in that? Like, could a label put together anything for the packaging and go right ahead without your approval? Or how does that work? Anything. Anything, basically. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that's the whole point is the experiment is Senyawa trying to let go of the exclusivity. Because Mm -hmm. we'll see uh, what will happen if the band is no longer... Uh, in control, what will happen to the to, to the album? I think it, you know anybody who want to get involved can uh, can make uh, uh, can take the advantage of the album or benefits from the album if they want. You know, yeah, it feels like because obviously I, I can see with your previous works and with this one as well, there seems to be this very strong presence of storytelling within your work, and this almost feels like it's rendering mm. the record as like folklore where it's passed through you know through populations through people and the source of it is unclear but it just you know it it perpetuates itself through being passed on and through being distributed which is a really nice idea yeah yeah Mm. especially with this album because the title is alkisa means uh once upon a time you know a story yeah so yeah yeah um and i want to talk about a little bit about the the record musically as well i mean it sounds like i read an interview with you in nme where you talked about the fact that there was a very strong conceptual element or or, or a a thematic link between the first four records and they kind of go on an arc right so where does uh come out of say sujud or the four records previous in terms of you know a, a concept and also musically as well like what was it about the first four records that told you what Alcazar might manifest as musically yeah so Senyawa started out not as Senyawa you know the first EP that was released under Yes No Wave in mm. for free uh, uh, on a net, net label called Yes No Wave is uh, it's called Ruli Shabara and Wukir Suryadi the title of the EP is Senyawa which is a demo because Wukir and I Four days before the recording of that album, we just met on stage. So it's a, <laughs> uh, the introduction uh, within ourselves. You know, we try to get it, uh, get to know each other through uh, an album, through an, a demo. We try to make music together, and then that's the first EP. And then uh, in 2013, three years later, we came up with the full album called Acharaki, as a, a new band called Senyawa. Now. The acharaki in Japanese, in Indonesian means uh, uh, the, the science to mix herbs, you know. And then you can see in this album, uh, 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 referring to the title, is we are trying to uh, find the right formula for our music. Just by the title, you know what this album is about. It's right. about, uh, you know, trying to find the formula. And then the next one, which was released under Morphine, uh, was titled Menjadi. Menjadi means uh, transforming or to become, you know. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, it's, uh, the the formula we're, we're getting the formula there, like kind of okay. So Senyawa is basically this. This is Senyawa in 2014 or 2015, something like that. But then the next one was a um, was a limited release uh, LP called uh, Puncak uh, or Bronsoy in in Danish. We recorded in Den- Denmark and released by a Danish label called Seiro, and then meaning Puncak. In Indonesia, puncak means uh, summit, you know, or or peak. Mm-hmm. So you see, after transforming, uh, at that point, we think that this was the peak of the formula that we 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 came up in 2013. 
but that album is 100% uh, pure improvisation, unplanned, uh, no lyrics prepared, no composition prepared, not even full equipments because we just came to our friend's studio and then we just uh, play uh, with the uh, with whatever is there, you know, and it's not even mixed, you know, it's mixed uh, directly when we, I have the mixer while I was singing, you know what I mean? So it's, it's wow. a very pure, very pure uh, improvised album and that was the summit for us back then. Then come Sujud after that in 2018, yeah, something, 18, yes, yeah. yeah. So, and Sujud means return to the ground, <laughs> you know, the uh, uh, frustration. <laughs> So you see, after 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 being on the summit, we decided that the album should reflect our humility, our respect towards the earth and land and soil, and that represents a lot of things, you know, um, philosophically or metaphorically. And that's the the South Sujud was all about, all about, you know, earth and then and the and the philosophy behind it. Hmm. Now, that also. Uh, concludes the first 10 year of Senyawa. So because uh, in 2020, uh, 2020 that that uh, reflects the 10 year of Senyawa, uh, first 10 year. And then um, we did uh, two tours in Indonesia of the first decade um, to anniversary. And then after that, we had the pandemic. <laughs> so basically, uh, yeah. So when we concluded the first 10 year, during the pandemic, uh, even before the pandemic, we already started talking about Ukir and I about what is the next ten year. Then, so this time, um, let's plan ahead for the next ten year instead of just going along, just like with what we did in the first ten year. I think now we sort of know what we are, both uh, musically and personally. I think Ukir. Um, um, Involve uh, evolve his instrument as well. Yeah. Uh, over over time, from the first album through uh, through uh, the ten year, and then yeah, something like that. One question. One more question. I wanted to ask. I could ask lots of questions on this album. The, the, the new record is is really amazing. Um, one thing that I've noticed. I don't know whether it's deliberate. I wanted to run it past you. Is that this new record, Alkisa, seems to be almost structured like a a palindrome where it's like got a structure that goes forwards and backwards like you've got two short tracks on either end you've got the two alkisa pieces then <laughs> next in then you've got two kind of very percussively driven tracks and then you've almost got like a centerpiece in the middle i mean was that an intentional means of structuring yes. the record it was uh yes in in terms of structuring the record it's true because uh, it's like a an, uh, the album is very lyrical. Hmm. It's, uh, it's different from the first four albums because this is the first album of the second decade. The first, the first uh, decade of Senyawa, Wukera and I uh, were focusing on exploring uh, inwards uh, our potential as musicians and a person uh, to create the music and then mix it together uh, with each other. And that was... Uh, the focus on the first tenure, which you, which you can see on the first four albums. Mm -hmm. It's all about exploring the sound, and you can see the progress that we've made over time. Now, uh, in Alkisa, we started to uh, looking at other fields, which is more lyrical, more story-wise. Uh, you know, we're trying to say, okay, 
the last album, the last song in Sujud, the last album was called Return to the World, right? So hmm. that's a hint of what the next album should become, which is we are returning to the world. Now, let's use what we've learned for the next uh, for the past 10 years and try to apply in a new album. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So and it tells a story. It's like an opera. Uh, like um, that's the way I when I wrote the lyrics. It's like I'm imagining the album should be to should feel like a like like a like a lot no opera, not musically, but the feel. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, there's a the first song and the last song is like the the intro and outro. What you call it in in in, in opera? It's like uh, overture. Right. <laughs> <Something>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the overture. What the album is about? Kekuasaan. Kekuasaan means power, as in as in domination. You know, mm. so it's like what the lyric is just like this. What is the meaning of power when the end is at hand? Like, mm. That's the that's the first opening of the song. It's like the overture, and not even the overture because Alkisah One is actually the uh, uh, song that tells the whole. What's the the album is about? <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. in Alkisa One, and then Alkisa Two is it, it tells the conclusion, and then post closing song Kiamat after that. So yeah, <laughs> nice. So it's based on how it's written, the, the lyrics instead of the music, uh, the way we structure the album. Great. I mean, I love it. It's a very satisfying listen for that reason. The the way that it's structured, you get to the end, you really do feel like that you've embarked on something. So uh, I'm a huge fan of the record. I, I usually at this point uh, ask you where people can seek out the album. I mean, obviously it's not out yet, but it you know it's on pre-order in several places. But obviously with the means by which you're releasing the record, I guess people should just search for it and find a label you know, maybe near to them or, you know, wherever they want to pick it up, right? <laughs> it's everywhere, don't worry. Wherever <laughs> they are, they can find a label near, label near them. The Brilliant. Dreams. Okay, excellent. Well, yeah. let's go on to your important records now. So one question I like to ask before we dive into the records is how you thought about the term important when picking these records that you did. So if I could ask both of you, was there a way that you thought about the word important in order to come up with the records that you did? Um, the, the word important to me when you asked the question, I, um, I was thinking about um, as a vocalist, as a, not, not a person, as a vocalist, you know, as a, as a singer asked a question like this, you know, um, because as a person, I listen to many new uh, kinds of music, including the stupid ones, you know, and I, for <laughs> this kind of, which are also important for me, you know, as a, as a influence, you know, whatever music I listen to. Mm-hmm. But what important in this context of your podcast is I choose uh, an album that when I listen to the album, it's like uh, it's like uh, I w- always wanted to make an album like that, and then and <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't find a better one, you know, like uh, <laughs> yeah, which is the uh, the album from uh, Church of Universal. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. quite a record. Triumph, triumphant. How you say it? I don't know. Triumphant. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and Wakir, how did you think about important when picking your records? Oh, I just try to remember uh, when I'm first time, like not not first time, just remember uh, when I, I'm like fourteen. Hmm. 
Well, let's go into your first important record. I'll let either one of you go first if you give me the name of it and then just a little bit about why it's important to you as well. Maybe with the album that both of us picked. Yeah. Gugus Gemma is a, a project by the Volcanic Winds project and where Booker and I was involved. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. So it's basically the double disc uh, of 19 songs um, from all over uh, Indonesia. Um, represented by island, big islands like Sumatra. There are a couple of uh, songs from Sumatra, um, Kalimantan or Borneo, Java, uh, Sulawesi, Maluku, Nusa Tenggara, and Papua. So, yeah. Hmm. So the main islands are represented by one or a couple of songs in this album. And the album is a collection of music made by people from the, each area that try to to give another context to the traditional music in the, from their area. So it's like traditional, but not really, you know, because yeah. it's uh, something like that. So it is interesting because we travel all over these places and there are so many, you know, so many, like um, music like this, uh, too many, actually. <laughs> we just had to, uh, to, to see which ones that has a great potential to be explored more by the people or just to inspire uh, people like us, you know, uh, young people, um, new generation to, to view traditional music of this era, something like that. Hmm. I mean, can you tell me about how you got involved in Volcanic Winds? I had a look at the website for Volcanic Winds. It looks like a really interesting project. How did you both become involved in that? Uh, Christy Monfries was the uh, the initiator of the project, and she asked us to to curate, basically, to curate the Gugus Gemma. So just as simple as that. <laughs> and then because the, the very basic idea is like, the original idea was actually trying to, she was trying to see uh, what if there are other musicians like in Indonesia, like Senyawa, you know what I mean? Yeah. So because Senyawa yeah. is basically like that. So maybe there are others, of sure, there, of course there are others, uh, many others, <laughs> uh, different kind of approaches, of course, and styles, and but the, the spirit uh, are the same. So all this uh, music that we selected some people may say, ah, it sounds traditional or ah, sounds uh, um, very different from Senyawa. It's not like Senyawa, but they are actually similar in a way, the, the spirit, because there are contexts behind each song, and then uh, it's, it is uh, whether musically or, uh, or, or the social context, uh, something like that. So it's, uh, hmm. there's always an effort to... To to recreate or re reimagining the the traditional music. 
Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah, if, if you listen all the song in Buskema, uh, uh, double disc, they're like uh, all, all the artists, all the musicians are there. Like they try to to like uh, growing or try to exp- exp- express they they own they own music musicality, mm. and then yeah, yeah, that way. Yeah. That, for me, like uh, really nice because actually. Uh, Senyawa, like for me, like uh, we try to try, we 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 on uh, street how how we, we must going like we just follow the feeling and then yeah like that. Hmm. I've noticed that as well. The project calls out the fact that it's focused on women's roles in the preservation and continuation of Asian music traditions. Why was that an important aspect of this project for you? Well, the project started, uh, the the project was initiated, many, many, many ideas of what kind of music that we need to search, so many, um, what you call it, fa- uh, uh, variables hmm. or indicators, you know, something like that, because, of course, the sea of... Uh, weird music out there we have to be trying to fix <laughs> our, our our mindset before we started the expedition yeah so one of them is we we try to to see uh what is the uh, role of women in this context because we we just try want to try some different variables that uh, might be the reason why this music are happening you know one of them is that what the other is like what is the social condition of the area um, the history of the area and then um, what is the what you call it the re, um, regeneration process of the music what what kind of process that is happening over there and um i'm sure you're both drawn to all of these tracks it sounds like that they've all got a really important reason to feature on the compilation but as we're talking now are there any in your that are, are there any particular tracks that come to mind um mm. that, that are maybe personal favorites but, okay. you know, for whatever reason yeah yeah for, for me is uh the, the let me see the list is track number 18 it's a long one it's almost 11 minutes but it was in Sulawesi, my hometown, in in a, in an area called Sigi. Hmm. Uh, the area was uh, uh, often there are conflicts there between villages, you know, uh, violence, you know, conflicts, which is unfortunate because um, with many reasons, yeah. And then there was this uh, this uh, blade blade makers, blade workshop, you know, blade making workshop. Um, they were accused of uh, supplying the weapons during the conflict, you know, right. which is not the case at all. Those people are just regular people working, making blades. Yeah? Mm. And uh, so the artists collectives in that area decided to, uh, when we came over there, they decided to use that opportunity to show what the, their protests their you know, so, so they got together in that workshop during the night and then they prepare uh, performance. So, but everything is organic. You see, the lighting comes from the the fire, and then the smoke, and then they are actually making blade there. But the the process 
slowly eventually turned into music. Wow. <laughs> sound like a sound noise experiment with the motorbikes passing and then the audience are just local people the villagers you know hmm. but they are showing that this we are just like regular people and artists you know get together to to make a statement that we are not part of the the conflict we are not supplying the weapons to the villagers you know hmm. and which is very very strong and uh, uh, solid statement you know yeah. and that I, that is that one is my favorite. I was really touched when watching it, and you can also see the video on YouTube as well. This we have the video of this as well. So yeah. Wakir, do you have a particular favorite track? Yes, of course. Uh, for me, it's uh, number one. That's uh, like young people. Like mm. uh, she, she's like like uh, eight or nine year old, and then that's a uh, really pure. Uh, she try to learning with uh, with with his own uh, how is how is the mother singing, and then. Uh, she just singing that's just really beautiful for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah that one's stunning. It, it is a perfect uh, for track number one also because it represents what the album is about. It's about regeneration. It's about the young generation trying to preserve the old tradition in their own way. Which is in this case is Maria is the small child who sings, try to imitate the mother uh, singing. <laughs> Just and then sure. the important thing is, uh, I think, is how how she can grow up with that tradition, and then how is ten years again. We, mm -hmm. I, I'm waiting for Jamata Jungkarang Kamene Peji Masalakulaga Let's go to your second important record now. So now we're getting to the ones that you picked individually. I'll uh, let either one of you go first, whoever wants to do their record. Um, well, Wakia, well, let's go for your record first. If you give me the name of it and then why it's important to you. Yes, uh, I, the relic is really strong for me, and then on the one uh, one one thousand ninety ninety three, that uh, the song in television in the radio in Indonesia like like very similar, and that that album is really good. Uh, the last song called Dalbo, like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten, song number ten. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that the relic is really nice actually. Uh, I cannot, I uh, I cannot translate, or really can yes. translate that. 
Oke, okay. boleh translate translate ya Rul? Ya, 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 ya. Oke, okay. sejak aku dilahirkan aku tidak tahu siapa orang tuaku. Uh, since ever since I was born I never knew my parents. Aku berpindah dari satu kasih sayang ke satu kasih sayang lain. Moving from one love to the next. Aku hisap air susu dari tetek banyak ibu. I drink the milk from mother's breast. Merpati terbang melintasi. Dogs flying by. Membawa aku pergi ke masa lalu. Bring me far away to the past. Aku tak, aku tidak pernah bertanya siapa orang tuaku. I never ask who my parents were. Kalau memang aku merasakan ada sesuatu yang hilang, if I feel something is missing, sesuatu yang hilang, something is missing. Jelas, jelas, jelas is merpati terbang melintasi. Those flying by, membawa aku pergi ke masa lalu. Bring me to the past. Aku bukan anak haram. I am not a bastard son. Aku Dalbo, anak alam. I am Dalbo, son of nature. <laughs> wow, that was really nice. So, was it the lyrics specifically then that made this song special to you, Wukir? Uh, that's just, I think it's really deep and then really like uh, like uh, how people to expect they they own life mm-hmm. and then the the music is really good I think that uh, you can hear like uh, just just the guitar and then just simple mm-hmm. and then just uh, maybe just one accord I think on D on D minor I think yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it reminded me musically of, you know, a, a a lot of alternative rock that I guess was quite present, certainly in our, um, on our radio stations around that time, like, yeah, as you say, we're talking the, the early 90s. So was Iwan Fowles, was, was he a big musician over where you are? Huge. <laughs> it sounded like it from what I read on on Wikipedia. Yeah, he's he was a big star then. Yeah. Oh yeah, actually I want uh, talking to about that. Actually, that is not in Iwan Fala's song. That is uh, like uh, that is Sawung Jabu song. The Iwan Iwan Fala's uh, just uh, collaborated with him, and because uh, I asking to him why all the song is uh, why all all the album in YouTube like uh, they they say Iwan Fala's because. Saung Jabuse because uh, at that time is uh, Iwan Fales uh, more fam- more famous <laughs> than him and then that uh, more more good for the like how to sell the album ah. uh, that, that, that he, he say and then he say to Iwan Fales more handsome than him. <laughs> but, uh, but what I know is. Uh, Uh, actually, that is uh, the song is uh, from uh, the album is uh, from Saung Jabu. The music is, I think, is uh, for from Saung Jabu like character. And when you remember listening to this record, you know, yeah, so it's 1993. It came out, right? What 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 memories do you have of 
discovering this album or listening to this oh, album? Because, uh, cassette, and that way they read on cassette, and then uh, when 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 I'm listening uh, my friend cassette, and then because I really like it, and then he give me the cassette, and then because I don't have a tip cassette, and then when I'm going like uh, every friend have uh, the tip cassette and going and then try listen at that is, and that song and then try to play with that with the guitar. Let's go to your final important record now. Really, it's your one. So, yeah, again, we touched on it earlier on, but if you could give me the name of it and then a bit about why it's important to you as well. It is like uh, an album by uh, a, a church collective, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a oracle. It's called a Church Universal and Triumph. The sound of American doomsday cults. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so it is. It is sounds funny, but it's not because it's. Uh, when I think about song, song, the best songs are prayers, right? Are something that that comes from you that you really, really mean it when you say it or sing it. You know, I think that is the uh, from from my opinion is the best kind of song. You know, <laughs> as a vocalist, as a vocalist, you. With you sing words that you really mean, mm. and prayers are are the most uh, um, what you call it that can represent that concept very well. Yeah. So that's why this album is important to me to to do, to influence the way I make lyrics and sing it. You know, it's like it has to be something that you believe in. You know, something you really really mean it. And these people just sing whatever, what, what, what they really mean. It, you know, in their decrees and uh, call for protection. You know, something like that. So, of <laughs> course, and and their vocals. You know, they're they're just, you know, you know what what I really need uh, influence like this and the vocals. And so, it's beautiful vocally, musically, you know, but yeah. also it's true. It's uh, very uh, deep uh, from from themselves. Yeah. Um, I mean, the vocals are unbelievable. The chanting style, so it's like a, it's a record. It's got basically a sermon from the church, right? And it's got these chants that take place during the church services, which are those these really monotone, really fast kind of spew of words all at once. Which I didn't even think she was even actually saying words to begin with, but turns out she actually is but yes and quite a really distinctive chanting style isn't it mm, you, have you heard this album before this was the first time i'd ever heard it i listened to it yesterday and it was it really blew me away i was talking about it to my wife last night saying how uh, how powerful it was yeah how can you top this <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly 
Um, do you remember how you discovered it? I discovered it on the internet. I don't have the LP. I tried to order it, but it's very, very expensive. The fuck? You know, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I think I it, uh, whenever I find it, I will have it, have it. But at the moment, I only have the the online uh, um, downloads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I... Um... I think I so I I did a bit of research about it and apparently I think it was her son Sean who recorded a lot of these these records but they yeah. did like sometimes they do a wider release so they've released like loads and loads of copies and a lot of those were for beginners uh and so she'd be chanting very slowly and very deliberately so you could hear all the words um he said I think when Sean was interviewed, he said that this particular record was probably one that was a very only given to like existing disciples because wow. <laughs> I, I guess they're the only ones who can actually understand what she's saying because they're used yeah. to her voice, right? There, there is another one which is also really good. It's uh, the different one, you know, hmm. but different songs. There's one well where you uh, where they sing about. Uh, the call, the title is info. This is the actually the the uh, the really good one for first. It's called Invocation for Judgment Against and Destruction of Rock Music. <laughs> yeah, rock music seems to be this key theme right in this record as well. What you call it in English? Uh, re- repel. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and is it a record you listen to often? Not really often. It's great to listen to this often. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just important to me, yeah. One final question I have for you both, which is if you want to listen to a record properly, you really want to listen to every aspect of it as much as you can. Is there a particular environment that you go to or a way that you listen in order to get the most out of a record? For me, the best is alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. alone, alone, alone in a in a quiet place for me to, to be able to enjoy it like in full for me nice and Wakir what about you no 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 just every every time every time <laughs> every time and, and uh, of, of course of course with the good uh, sound, sound system actually mm, yeah. yeah 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 and then but but everything uh, every time I think is for me is is okay and then I'm uh, like 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 to to hear the, the music. Great. Well, thank you both. This has been really nice to speak to you. I mean, both about Alkisa and also about your three important records as well. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. <laughs> and. To everyone listening, I'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Goodbye, Jack.